The secret to happiness is to align with your soul's wisdom, but daily life often gets in the way. To keep you on your path, join Linda Manning, transformational coach and healer, for spiritual inspiration and interviews with amazing healers and teachers. If you are eager to connect with your soul, excited to travel on inner adventures, and are curious to learn from cutting-edge teachers, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back. This is your host, Linda Manning, healer, coach, and spiritual adventurer. I created this podcast to keep you inspired no matter what crazy stuff is going on in your life. Some weeks I'll be sharing insights and inspirations from things I've learned on my path, and other weeks I'll have amazing and powerful guests who will share their wisdom and tips for keeping you connected to your soul. So today I'm going to be talking about one of the most important topics that I know of, and that is forgiveness. So did you feel tempted to stop this podcast when I said that word? Like, is forgiveness the F word for you? If so, it's all the more reason to stay, because we're going to talk about some radical ways to look at forgiveness. There's an old saying, I don't know if you've heard it, that not forgiving someone is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Let's pause on that one a second. Not forgiving someone is like you drinking poison, but expecting that it's going to impact the other person. How often have you not forgiven someone and they've moved on? Now you're carrying the burden and it's not even impacting them. So staying in that victim mode and that I'm not going to forgive them and the I'm right, they're wrong mode, man, we pay a big price for that. So I recently did a healing session on someone and it ended up being really magical. At the beginning, my client was feeling very judgmental of her family. She didn't want to be. She wanted to be at peace. She wanted to be free, but she was so angry at some of their choices and some of the things that they had done. And as we were talking, I was reminded of what I learned in a book that really changed my life quite a few years ago called Radical Forgiveness by Colin Tipping. I'll put a link to it in the show notes, so don't worry if you can't write it down. Radical Forgiveness by Colin Tipping. This book really opened my eyes to a whole different way of framing what happens to us. It has been helping me for years, and I hope that it helps you too. So according to the author Colin Tipping, ordinary forgiveness, which is based on let bygones be bygones or I'll turn a blind eye, it's really hard to do. It can take a long time, years of therapy, and quite honestly, it doesn't always work. So even though I can't see you, raise your hand if forgiveness has ever been hard for you. And it has definitely been hard for me sometimes. But radical forgiveness is really completely different because it's based on the principle that any pain that we have in a situation is a signal that we're out of alignment with spiritual law and that we're being given an opportunity to heal something. In other words, everything is perfect as it is. It's designed to give us an opportunity to heal and to align to our true spiritual nature. So I'm going to give you some examples of what that might mean. And, you know, if you believe that you aren't enough, for example, like if any of you, do you have that belief that you're not enough? I've struggled with that sometimes then you're going to create situations that prove that your belief is correct. 
You won't mean to, it's all subconscious, but you will anyway. And that's to help bring it up to your consciousness so you can heal it and align to the deeper spiritual truth, which is that you are enough. So for me personally, and I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in this, for a long time, I thought that if anyone really knew who I was, particularly a romantic partner, they would think that I was way too needy, I needed too much, and then they'd run away. Now, if you have a belief like that, that you're too needy, and that people will run away if they found out who you really were, do you think that you can attract someone who's fully loving? No. Because if you did find someone who's fully loving, it would be so at odds with how you believe about yourself, you'd probably reject them. So I pretended that I didn't have a lot of needs, and I tried to make everything good for everybody else, which of course created its own set of problems, like resentment and not having my needs met and not really being treated all that well. So I attracted partners who didn't really love and appreciate me for who I was. Uh, And that went on for years. But I'm a healer. I took a lot of healing sessions and I really worked to heal that part so that I could attract a partner who now I have one who adores me. Before I healed that part of me, I was unable to attract the right partner. So I could be angry at my earlier partners for not treating me better or for not loving me more. Uh, I mean, I can remember this one night where I overheard my boyfriend at the time telling his roommates that, well, essentially he was just using me. Uh, And that was an extremely low point, crappy night. But I could instead look at, oh my gosh, what did that awaken in me? When I heard that, I realized that I was worth more than that. That was a really pivotal moment for me. So Instead of being angry at him, I could be grateful for him for pointing out how I was actually treating myself. Because if I wasn't treating myself that way, he never would have been able to treat me that way too. I hope this makes sense. So rather than being angry at my earlier partners for not loving me more and being in that victim place, I went to forgiving them, knowing that I attracted them to me just so that I could learn that I did deserve to have my needs met, that I wasn't too much. When we stay in our victim mode and believe that we're right, we actually miss the opportunities that that situation is bringing up to deeply heal. And we miss the gifts that the difficult situation provides us. Now, it's very tempting in the in real life to blame the other person. I mean, I love it too. But the thing is that it doesn't get us anywhere. When we blame the other person, we're stuck in that spin cycle. It just keeps perpetuating. And when we can pause that place of looking at it from a victim perspective and instead step into responsibility and look at, oh, what is this being brought to teach me? And how did I create this situation so that it could even happen? Then we're very empowered. So radical forgiveness goes a step further because it says that our soul, the soul of the person who is like annoying us or challenging us, And our soul made an agreement to support each other spiritually. So on the soul to soul level, we are in agreement. We're in alignment that this situation will be brought for our good. Now, if we're in alignment on the soul level, if that person is actually acting out a role to help us, then in reality, 
there actually isn't anything to forgive. So that's pretty radical, right? There's not actually, they're, they're playing a role that our soul and their soul agreed to do. And so we want to be grateful for them, for playing that role, for waking us up to the beliefs inside of ourselves that aren't aligned to our true divine nature. Okay, so more invisible participation. Raise your hand if there's any person or situation in your life right now that you're pissed off at. And I'm going to be really surprised if you don't all have your hands raised. So I love the way that source works. It just cracks me up how everything works out in this divine perfection. So as I'm working on this podcast on forgiveness, a situation came up in my life where I was having trouble forgiving someone. I had done an exchange where um, someone attended my intuition course and I gave her some healing sessions and in exchange she would do a photo shoot for me. And she did take the photos, but she never sent them to me. And after she took the photos, she stopped returning any of my calls or my texts or my messages. So in order to do walk the talk, I have been really looking at these exact principles and applying them to my situation because I realized I was struggling to forgive her. And as I thought about it, I realized that I don't generally do exchanges. And so I thought, why did I do that? Because that's how I created this situation. I created it based on the decisions I made, including that there would be an exchange. So why did I do an exchange? Well, lots of reasons. Maybe it was because I wanted to feel like a hero by helping her. Oh, here's someone who's having a tough time. Linda to the rescue. And I didn't really have faith that my intuition class would completely fill on its own. So I was like, oh, I'll do whatever it takes to bring someone in, even if that means doing an exchange that might not work out. And I really wanted my pictures taken, so I wanted to be in a photo shoot, but I didn't really want to fully invest in myself. So I wasn't willing to find a photographer and pay them to take my pictures, even though I really wanted my pictures. So again, how did I create the situation? So I could see how all of this falls under the belief that, you know, I really can't make it or I really can't make it big. I won't be successful. And that's a belief that I've struggled with for as long as I can remember. I wonder if any of you have that belief that you, no matter what you do, you really won't probably fully make it. So for me, by taking the time to look more deeply, it gave me such a sense of relief. Like I wasn't the victim here. I helped create this situation so I could grow, so I could acknowledge that I was coming from a place of lack, that there wasn't enough, that I wouldn't attract enough, and I get to grow beyond that because there is plenty and there's an abundance and I have a lot to offer. So all of a sudden, I felt grateful. I saw how my soul and her soul worked together. And then, of course, because this is how divine works, just as I really let go and just and forgave her or decided there was nothing to forgive, I created the situation for my own growth. A different friend of mine asked if I would like her to do a photo shoot of me. And I will be paying her, but it's a really reasonable amount. And I'm so excited to have her do this. So, you know, this is how things happen. This is the miracle. When we go deep, when we go radical with our forgiveness, we open up possibilities and alignments to 
synchronicities and things coming in that are amazing. My dad's favorite quote was from Albert Einstein, and I've always loved it. Albert Einstein said, The most important decision we make is whether we believe that we live in a friendly or hostile universe. The most important decision we make is whether we believe we live in a friendly or hostile universe. And I'm going to add a third option because, hey, you know, why not one-up Albert Einstein? You know, who am I? So people can look at life in one of three ways, I would say, which is either it is random, it is for us, so we live in a friendly universe, or it's against us, and we live in a hostile universe. So that third option, is it random? Are things just coming and we have no control over it? It just shows up. Well, that's one thing to, to, to uh, that's one perspective. But when we choose that things are for us, it really shifts our lives. I believe that we have free will. And by that, I mean, we have free will for how we're going to respond to things in our life. We don't always have a choice about what happens. So my Sufi master, Sidi Al-Jamal said, everything that happens to you is for you. Everything, every single thing is for you. So take a moment and imagine applying that to your life. It means that everything that happens to us, the things that we find pleasant and the things that we don't find so pleasant are all part of a divine plan that's unfolding for us perfectly in service of our spiritual growth. So I know that can be hard to swallow, especially if something or more than one thing really terrible has happened to you. But I found that it is really deeply transformational. And it is the secret to freedom and happiness. When we can look at the benefits, the gifts for every single thing that happens to us. When we can get and release out the emotions. Because hey, if really bad things have happened to you, you get to release the emotions of it first. I'm not saying just jump into this radical forgiveness thing until you've processed it. Because sometimes we need to get angry or we need to cry. We need to get our emotions out and own them. So I'm not suggesting this is a way of zipping through the pain to get to the, oh, Zen, everything's good. Cross your legs and, you know, meditate. Although, you know, I believe in that stuff. You also know I believe in the real world part. So we do want to experience our feelings and release them and get through the pain. But on the other side of that, We want to look at what's possible. How could this be for us? So you might remember that I started by talking about my healing client. That's what brought me down this radical healing path. And as we looked at what her soul wanted her to learn in this lifetime, she was able to see how her really challenging alcoholic family was a perfect way to learn it. The message from her soul was that she is a deep healer. And that her role in this lifetime is to use love to release all the family grudges that have been haunting her family for generations. So she's going in and doing healing on the lineage, on the, on her lineage, generations back. And she can feel the love that goes with that as she releases it. She feels amazing. So as we looked at her situation from this perspective, All that resentment that she'd been feeling, it just melted away. And she was filled with joy and peace and actually excitement 
at the empowerment that she had to now heal these places from her family lineage. So that's what's possible when we go radical in our forgiveness. More joy, more peace, more love, and hey, a lot less poison. So doesn't that sound good? And, you know, I'm going to admit this work can be tough on your to do on your own. Even I needed someone to help me look at the photography situation differently. Someone gave me a little bit of perspective and I was like, oh, that's what's going on. So if you're struggling with issues of forgiveness, try applying a spiritual perspective. Try coming up with, well, how is this for me? How did I help create this so that I could learn something? How is this aligned to a a belief that I've had of myself that is ready to go and that I can step into my own power, my own gifts, my own amazingness. And if you're still struggling, then get some support, get some support from me, get it from somebody else, book a session with someone because the power and the impact of truly going through forgiveness is magical. All right, so I hope that you found this podcast on forgiveness enlightening and truly transformational. That's what I want for you is to be free and happy. So come back next time. I've got another amazing guest coming up and I can't wait to share her wisdom with you. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to leave a review and share this podcast. To learn more, or to book a personal session with Linda, go to innerclarity.biz or click the link in the show notes. And may you always trust your wisdom.